Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Self-care. That's my topic. Self-care. Taking care of yourself, particularly in the day in which we live. We have an epidemic. We have a uh, series of cautionary uh, recommendations to live by. Most importantly of all, we are to take care of ourselves. By taking care of ourselves, we protect others. And in a sense, we help them take care of themselves. So how do you live? How do you live in a way that you care for yourself properly, in a healthy way? You maintain your health and maintain a lifestyle that is upbeat and successful and oriented towards achievement. Edward Stanley uh, made this statement, Those who think they have no time for bodily exercise will sooner or later have to find time for illness. And you can go on beyond that. If we do not create space for ourselves, we will eventually be forced to find time for the consequences of that kind of lifestyle. Distress, burnout, depression, anxiety, vicarious traumatization, errors of judgment, poor decision-making, tiredness, loss of energy, loss of enthusiasm, etc., etc., etc. So in other words, if we don't do what is right and good for our own selves, we're going to pay a price. It's going to hit us in the backside if we don't do the right thing up front. So self-care is a very important issue. Think of it this way. I have a granddaughter that's a violinist. And uh, we were with her when she bought her violin and her violin bow and upgraded to a very, very sophisticated violin from what she had as a child. And over the years, of course, she's had to take care of that. You practice and you practice and then you take care of it as you put it away for the next time that you're going to take it out to practice or to play. And um, a violinist, they're all the same. You take this violin, you take the tensions off the string, you check the bow, you check the bridge, you check the various you check the various parts of the instrument, you wipe it down, you make sure that it's preserved it is well preserved, and um, you honor it, you glorify it, you praise it, you treat it well. It's a very important not only an important instrument, but a very important part of yourself. You take care of that violin and the bow of that violin in the same way that you take care of your own body, your own personal life. So it's an example, if you will, of self-care. Something that's very important, very precious, very costly. You take care of, you honor it, you prize it. Well, the same thing with your own self-care. But what does that mean when we talk about self-care? Are there strategies or the things to do that would promote a good sense of self? Including your physical self, your social self, your intellectual self, your emotional self. Just in all aspects of yourself. Are you taking care of yourself? Do you have a strategy? Do you have a plan that enhances who you are, what you are, and what you are to others? In the sense of a self-oriented person with value. Well, Leslie Bryant uh, came up with a series of strategies. I'll give you the kind of the overview of it. Uh, it's just so you get a kind of a flavor of it in terms of strategies for the individual to live by. And uh, ways in which you can take, not only take care of yourself, but enhance yourself. And then personally enjoy yourself. And experience the happiness and the joy that you not only share with others and give to others and portray to others, but to yourself as well. Here are some of the strategies he came up with. Here's just one. I'm going to give you six of them. Here's one of them. Value and grow the person you are. Value and grow the person you are. 
get into personal therapy and benefit from it. Five sessions, 10 sessions, whatever might be necessary, but do some therapy so that you benefit from that kind of an experience. And use self-awareness and self-monitoring to regularly assess your own needs and whether your needs are being met and whether you're frustrated by the fact that you have certain needs but they're not being cared for and they're not being met by you or by anybody else. Kind of do this self-awareness periodically. Practice mindfulness. Practice self-compassion. Keeping track of who you are, what you are, how you feel at any given time, what the levels of frustration might be, what the levels of stress might be, what the levels of calmness might be, and appreciate those and bring them about strongly. Spend time learning with deep, with those things which deeply nourish you. Learn the stuff that's good for you, the stuff that you enjoy, the stuff that makes you stronger as a person, makes you wiser as a person, makes you more knowledgeable as a person. In other words, read. Read poetry once in a while. Read a story outline on somebody's life every once in a while, a biography, or just replenish yourself. Make sure that you are a person that nourishes yourself and replenishes yourself on a regular basis so that you're strong and you're wise, but you're also vital. Set your own personal boundaries. That'd be very important. Your personal boundaries in the sense of don't go into places that you shouldn't be. Don't go into places that are high risk. Don't engage in behaviors that putting yourself at risk and will tear yourself down. Cultivate practices of personal nourishment. Nourish yourself spiritually. Nourish yourself socially. Nourish yourself intellectually. Okay? Become a person of wisdom, a person of knowledge, a person of depth, a person of feeling. That's self-care. Point number one, value and grow the person you are. Here's number two. Refocus on rewards. Keep yourself aware of rewards going on in your life. Actively identify and remind yourself of what you are doing and reward yourself for the kind of things that you're doing. Be proud of that. Be pleased with the things that you're doing. Reward it. Remind yourself that you're doing well when you are. Allow yourself to experience these rewards in a very meaningful way. Think about them. Talk about them. Share them with other people. It's okay to talk about yourself with others. And build a sense of gratitude in the course of your day. Make your day full of gratitude. Practice gratitude. Think of the things that you're thankful for. Think of the things that people do for you and with you and around you. And you're grateful for what other people do and are able to share with you. Express gratitude to them. But even for yourself, express gratitude for who you are and what you do. And recognize the realistic things about hazards in your life. That's the negative side. Sure, there are hazards. There are places you go. There are people you're around sometimes. There's things you think about. There's things that you behave. Things that you engage in that are really hazards. They're not good for your health. Not good for your mental health. Not good for your physical health. Not good for your spiritual health. Not good for your personal health. Get away from them. Break off that kind of behavior pattern. And don't worry alone. Don't go off by yourself and worry. 
Don't stay within yourself and worry. Worry out loud. Worry with other people. Worry around other people. Let them speak to you and give you a sense of reality, a sense of truthfulness, a sense of perspective, if you will. Don't worry alone. <laughs> worry is to be done socially. So you get the benefit of other people's input and thinking. Okay, self-care has a third point. Tend to your body. Tend to your body. Frequently search your body in terms of how you feel. Energy level, enthusiasm level, motivational level, nutritional level, stamina level. Do you have what it takes to not only get through the day, but through the week and through the month? And can you live strong and with energy day upon day throughout the year? Tend to your body. Feel what it's like if you're not healthy. You're not doing well. You may have to do something about that. But don't wait until you're fully depleted. That means you're done in. Catch yourself early. And if you're in a depleted state of loss of energy, loss of enthusiasm, loss of energy, loss of focus, you need some professional help. It might be medical. Might be psychological, but you need some professional help. Get it. And here's the fourth point for taking care of yourself. Nurture relationships that are right out in front of you and that are around you. Peer support is very, very important. Having somebody supervise you, have somebody mentor you, have somebody give you feedback periodically is a very important part of self-care and self-development. Attend continuation education classes. Attend lectures. Attend uh, Zoom lectures and uh, various kinds of opportunities that are on YouTube or that are on webcare or whatever it might be, web webcams. Make sure that you do what you can to educate yourself and keep yourself educated. Have a mentor. Have people in your life that you consult. People in your life that you talk to. People in your life that you gain interest. You gain knowledge. You gain thought from. Don't be around people who give you very little. Be around people who have much to give you and gain from them. Benefit from them. Mature relationships are important. They may be family, they may be friends, they may be people at work. Seek out mature relationships that have something to offer and have something to give you and something to share with you and make you stronger. You want to be as strong and stronger than the people around you. So make sure you're around strong people, people who are mature and nurture themselves and can nurture you. And then make sure you have an active outside life, a social life beyond your work, beyond your home, beyond your church, beyond your neighborhood. Engage in neighborhood activity. Engage in the idea of reaching out into a social world and be part of it and contribute to it and gain from it. Here's number five in self-care. Create a thriving environment around you. In other words, make your home a welcoming place. Make your office, make your car, make your life, wherever you are, a welcoming place. Bring people into your life. Share your life with others. Encourage them to share their life with you. Benefit from that. And make sure you limit the high-risk and high-demand people in your life. Of course, there are people in our lives that demand a lot of us. They're very demanding and very strong in what they want from you to give to them. Well, limit such people. Eliminate such people. You want people that share, that give you and you give them. You benefit, they benefit. There's a life of mutuality, a mutual benefit. That's what you want in a relationship, not one where you're giving and they're taking. Make sure that your relationships are thriving and uh, you're doing the things that uh, encourage and support positive healthiness within yourself. Make sure you're 
social life outside of your work and outside of your home is active and strong. Take breaks at work. Take breaks during the day. Have a time of rest. You got to create a thriving environment. That's five. Create a thriving environment. Make sure that where you are, you're thriving. You're resting for when you need rest and you're giving when you need to give and you're interacting when you need to interact. Take breaks as you need them, but give when the opportunity is there. Give of time, give of your money, but help other people, help associations, help organizations, help nonprofits. Contribute. Be a life that contributes. And make sure that you schedule vacation time, schedule restorative time, schedule time when you have a little time off just to take a breather and rest your body and rest your mind and rest your soul, so to speak. Make sure that you so that will help you thrive. And then here's number six. Foster your own creativity and your own growth. Diversify the people in your life. See the different kinds of people. Engage in a variety of activities that will broaden you and give you greater education and exposure and ideas and a lifestyle that is greater than yourself. Actively participate in the community in which you live, the organizations of the community in which you live, and never stop learning. Never stop learning. Be an active participant in the learning process. Well, there you are. That's self-care. You can take care of yourself. Those are just six points. There are more, but those are just six points. And the ways in which you can uh, engage in a self-care program and make sure that things for you will continue to do well and you'll be on the growth pattern. Okay, bye for now.